Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Uh, kia ora and welcome along to our fourth episode of podcast in a tree, it's a podcast, and it's in a tree. I'm Guy Montgomery, and uh, joined as always on the bow of a majestic tree. God damn it! Once again, I don't know what kind of tree this is. Ah, oh, it's all right, buddy. No, you know it's just so simple, isn't it? If your podcast is built around being in and around trees, yeah. you should learn the basic species. I can't even remember what word. Mm. What the biological word is to articulate? Is it a species of a tree? Hey, listen, man. You know, no, two two things. I got the tone wrong, don't I? Not is at that all. The first thing. The you're, first thing's my tone. Not at you're all. You're furious with me. Oh, I've fucked it. Couldn't be more wrong, guy. I love you. Oh my god. I love you and I love trees. And I just reckon that I don't know what the right terminology is. And also, I reckon that that's okay. We don't have to know everything all the time. We've mentioned this before. It's sort of the point of being in a tree. Can't That's right. Our phones we nothing. can't. We can't do the research. There is an app. I had it on my old phone. I haven't downloaded my new phone. You pay for it. It's like it's Shazam, but for trees and plants. That's really cool. And, I think. You know, look. M- moving forward. Yes. I'll have that app ready, so we we will no longer sit and wonder. And in fact, for anyone who's watching this, mm. they'll be able to sound off. People love saying that. They'll be able to sound off in the comments with uh, not only what type of tree this is, but what's your favourite type of tree. We are up as high as we've been so far, and while the accessibility of this branch is all right, I mean, the climbing up, Tim, is a joy. Really good on this tree. The thing I like about it most, and we probably jumping the gun a little bit on a segment that's coming up in a, in a little while, but um, strength. Mm. This tree has it in spades. It's such a strong old girl. Oh, I love her. I went. She's like an elephant. This tree is like an elephant well, I, to me. Look, this is a little peek behind the curtain. I was uh, performing a recce, and and as part of the recce, I was sitting in the tree yeah. just by myself. And I thought, well, as part of the recce, I might as well see if I can uh, walk the tree. And I walked. And this is what I love about trees. I walked along this branch of the tree here, yep. and um, I was using the 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 overhanging branches were acting as a sort of, you know, security measure, a rope, if you will, or or nature's rope. That's what I call a branch. And I I got all the way down to the other end of the branch and then I came all the way back. And um, the thing is, we're up high enough that it would be genuinely scary to fall down. Incomparable stuff. Yeah. Because 
in the other trees, it would have been all right. But in this one, we compare it to those other trees, bad. Yeah, you'd be in I trouble. I guess it is comparable. Uneven I landing. The wrong I haven't even described where we are. Albert Park. Hi, everyone. The beating heart. This is uh, Podcast in a Tree coming to you from Albert Park. The, the thrumming heart of the Auckland CBD. This is where they have a music festival called Laneway. One of the last public gatherings I went to in 2020 was Laneway. A good one, I'm sure. It was great. I saw the Beths. First time I'd ever heard their music. I saw them play the main stage, and I thought to myself, Now this well, is a band. This is a band. You know what? I don't know any of these songs, but they've written them, recorded them, and they're performing them live in spite of my ignorance. And from there, I decided to educate myself, if you will. And nice. now I'm a huge fan, and they're actually my number one most listened to band in 2020, The Beth. So, quick shout out to The Beth. The to more the you know. My God. A little heart attack for so you. Precarious. Well, this is I, the thing. Oh, I yanked a cable out, too. I couldn't even tell because I can't hear anything in my headphones at this stage. But um, so I think that's okay. It kind of makes for a nice look. Talk to me, Tim. How are you, how are you feeling today? How are you feeling atop your perch? Um, where's your head at? I know that it's been a bit of a hectic morning for oh, you. Oh, she's been shocker, but that's all right. Um, hey, life in a tree is always magical. I love it. Mm. I love it so much. Um, in fact, I'm going to, I think at the conclusion of this series, I'm going to move into a tree myself. Well, I've, this I've, heard of, you, I've heard you speculating as much. We're giving it a lot of thought um, across the episodes we've done a podcast in a tree. And I guess I didn't know it at the outset, but in some ways this was me testing the waters of um, if I thought it would be a good idea. And now I'm convinced it's a great idea. Marvellous. Yeah. I know that you've had your reservations about things like me getting a I just think, back. I just think if you're going to live in a tree, you want to make sure that the tree is... Um, you don't want to just move into a tree as is, where is, unless someone's already built a house in there. As well, a then general you, then you've rule. got a house, essentially. I, it's hard to find the middle ground, isn't it? Because then you're drifting closer into house territory, which is what I want to avoid. Which we're trying to steer clear of. But, um, hey, thank you for asking, Guy. I'm doing good. Uh, there are a few boxes to tick, a few eyes to dot um, this morning. The old saying. But... Just let me tick the boxes and dot the eyes. Climbing into a tree after a, a day of busy work and errands is like a refreshing dip into a pool, mm. don't you think? In many ways, uh, trees are nature's pool. That's how it feels. It's, a, it's a, the, the dry pool of nature. Well, yeah. you know what? If you do need help unwinding, I might as well introduce one of our ever-popular segments here. Oh, People go for crazy for this shit. Uh, this is called Drugs in a Tree, and this is a segment where Tim and I Take a different drug every time Guy, in a tree. I hate to hit the rewind button, but I would just feel quite the cad if, if we didn't find out how Guy Montgomery's doing. You know what? How I, nice I, of you to not even expect it. Well, wow, this is you say that, but I wouldn't, and I wouldn't, have, and I wouldn't have said anything. But had you not asked me that question, yeah, I would have taken home a tremendous axe. That I would have ground. Oh, no. And I would have ground it and ground it and ground I would have had an axe to grind. I see. And I would have ground it. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have mentioned it. I would have let it simmer beneath the surface. I would have let it plant the seeds of toxicity in our burgeoning friendship. And this flower would blossom. But it wouldn't be a, a, a lovely flower Never or an enjoyable nice. tree like this. No, it would be a poisonous an aggressive flower. So you've really saved both of us a huge amount of time and trouble there by asking how I am. How am I? All the better for seeing you, my dear. I'm great. I, um, what did I do? I cooked an egg for myself and my beloved this morning. And I also actually, I went to, I went to my local cafe before I cooked the egg. Can you imagine this? I took a walk to the local cafe and I bought a coffee. 
I can imagine that. And I read the newspaper. And I can I tell you what that. was in the newspaper? What? I can't because I just literally turned every page yeah. waiting for something to grab my attention. Yeah. One thing did. What? It was a picture of the New Zealand men's national cricket team, and it said, the best, question mark. And I thought, this will be inconclusive. I read it to make sure. Absolutely inconclusive. Andrew Alderson, if you're listening, New Zealand Herald sports journalist, pick a fucking side, you coward. There's been a lot of times in my earlier life, not recently, where I would look at people who were so enthusiastic about sports, and I would look with amusement, confusion, and in some cases, condescension. Derision? Derision? Do you say derision or derision? I say derision. I don't use it often, probably because of that very shaky branch very of the quandary, pronunciation yeah. that I step out onto. But I, let me say this, as a um, slightly more fully formed adult, find something in your life that you can love as much as Guy Montgomery loves cricket. Because it can do nothing but enhance your time it's tr- it's on true. this mortal it's true. realm. It's, a, it's a, a fantastic sort of release valve. Attention. I love that. And the gift that keeps on giving. Do you know, at one point, uh, I was watching so many old cricket highlights on YouTube that my entire algorithm, if you scroll down my homepage all the way to the bottom, mm-hmm. every single suggestion was cricket. cricket. That's some admit, sort of win, isn't it? That's, well, it was only a day, but my God, I thought these guys have really got me pegged. Right, well, we've both checked in. That feels good. Cricket is excellent. Yeah. So that's also locked in. And it's time for... Drugs in a tree. Drugs in a tree. So today's drug is alcohol. Oh, fantastic. Let me get the selfie cam in so we can get it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, delivered, delivered to you in the form of a beer. Now, beer is a brewing Ooh. process in which the brewers take water, malt, hops, and yeast, and somehow, through these four very ordinary constituent parts, different brewers create entirely different products. Doesn't that blow your mind? You've got to be shitting me. You, There's you, not a lot of ingredients to say, make a whole range you think of products about, with. Wine comes from grapes. But you give different grapes to different people, and my God, they make things taste different. Have you tried making wine in your house? It's just pulped grapes. Yeah. You got, there's such a thin edge before it becomes vinegar, too. I only recently found out that the life cycle of, say, fruit, for example, is it's fruit, and then you leave it for a while, and then it ferments into alcohol, leave that for a little longer, and it becomes vinegar. Were you aware Vinegar's of Vinegar's boozy? No, because I think the alcohol leaves it. What a journey. But that's like, it's like um, with dairy, get a, squeeze this teat, what comes out? Bit of milk. Leave it on the bench for a bit. What do we got? Cottage cheese. Leave it for a little bit longer. What do we got then? Mm, eat them. Really? I don't know. Seems what about right. butter and cream? You got to whip them up. You can't just leave it sitting yeah, there that's like what cottage you gotta, cheese. You got to churn it. Eat them. Isn't that interesting? I don't know how to do a damn thing. That there is was interesting. A, there was a time not long ago. When you'd have to, if you wanted some cream, you'd have to know how to make cream. Otherwise, you were never going to have any cream. If you wanted butter on your toast, well, first of all, you'd have to learn to make bread. Then you'd have to develop fire. And then you'd have to introduce the world to the concept of butter. But now I walk into a store, and not only do I expect these products to be there readily available to me, Mm. but I have developed my snobbish palate to the point that I have specific preferences of these flavors. It's the same with beer. This is a... Look at look oh at, yeah, we're back to the beer. Look at what they've des- look at what they've done to this can. They've put a picture on it well, let, to help them sell shot, it, and I've bought it. The system works. Should we rip into a bit of alcohol as our drug? Well, I'll be interested to see what the effects of alcohol are. I, of course, have not had a drop 
in my life. Are we going to? This is a big can. Are we going to chug one of these each? <laughs> well, you better fucking believe we Fantastic. are. Fantastic. Capital stuff. You know, and Thank you, you so much for getting this as well, guys. Here's to you. No worries. You, you talk about a dangerous dismount and, and, and clear-headed sobriety. This was already challenging. I've been up and down a few times, but yes. with one of these boys on board, trouble's We've brewing. Got a lot of technology, <laughs> precariously. Got a huge, <laughs> got a huge <laughs> amount of technology that is balancing on branches at the whims of the wind. Mm. But you know what helps me relax when I've got tentatively perched thousands of dollars worth of audio and visual gear? A crisp hazy, which I think this is. So, yeah, this is by the good folks at, um, oh, I'm pouring beer on the tree. That's, hey, a little for you, tree. Uh, at the Garage Project. It's a New Zealand brewery. They do not pay us to say this. No. And we pay them for their products. So maybe we could bleep the name. Fuck them. Fuzz that can out too, maybe. I hey, don't know. cheers. Here's looking at you. Here's, here's also looking at you. Delicious. And I'd say with that, as we wait for the drug of choice today to take hold and yep. influence and what influence us and whatever. Oh, seems as though it's already influencing me. Knock knock, who's there? <laughs> a little alcohol. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I think it's probably a great time to introduce yet another segment as these segments cascade and crash into one another. Uh, now this one is well, it's fast becoming not just a fan favorite but a host favorite. It's really nice to be in the tree, but sometimes when you're up here, I find myself wondering what what it would be like. What, what's it like down there? And uh, accordingly, it's um, it's time for us to introduce our segment, guest on the ground, podcast in the tree, guest on the ground today, David Corios. Uh, David, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Hey, guy. Hey, Tim. Hi, David Corios. It's so nice to have you here with us. Can I lead with that? You're a person in my life who um, I'm just always looking forward to seeing, and whenever you're around, I, I feel good. You and I both, Tim. I'm always, I'm always. Is that how you feel see. about yourself? Yeah, I fucking love mirrors. I love yeah, them so and much. Why wouldn't you? With a guy fucking smile like that. I didn't get you a beer though. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, it's a, it's very important to outline that. Um, I'm not in the tree. Yeah, it's exactly. not called. It's not called drugs on the ground. Nah, yeah. that sounds. Have you ever good. done drugs on the ground? Um, many, many drugs, but all legal. I've yeah. drunk a lot of alcohol on the ground. Yeah, um, I prefer a gin. A Do gin, you? Yeah, gin drugs gin are good. Guy. You've actually, you've, um, I was with you recently. We were writing jokes together during the day, and then we went to a bar where I believe you had a soda and I had an, a zero alcohol beer. And I thought, we must be the worst dang patrons in this in this entire area. Well, when I did get the soda water, they, yeah, they weren't happy. They weren't happy that I was there. Yeah. But I, yeah, I was glad that Because least... you've, you've refined your relationship to the drug alcohol. Yeah, Is this used, true? I used to be, uh, yeah, I used to love it uh, too much, some would say. I see. Where it became problematic. Okay, interesting. And I've dipped my toes back into alcohol this week, had a little bit of beer, but um, I, now I get anxiety hangovers, so I don't get like just a headache. I feel really shit, so. I see. I think this is my departure from alcohol. That is your, it's your body and your, your mind's way of saying, we had a good run, David, but um, pack it in, son. I had a good fucking run. I used to, I used to steal the my best. dad's black label Johnny Walker's. Bring him to a house party when I'm 17, think I'm bougie, and then pass out in like 15 minutes. That is the issue with New Zealanders' relationship to alcohol. It's not what we're drinking. It's how we're stealing our parents', parents black label like Johnny Walker. Hard liquor. Yeah. Underage and giving it to other teenagers. David, I would like to open up an opportunity here. Um, we've had a previous episode with a guest who shall not be named, uh, who was... I, I did join in, so I'm t- I've got to be careful with my language. You're quite negative about Christchurch, not necessarily slanderous, because Christchurch <laughs> isn't a person, but really ripping the shit. Really, out of Ototahi. I was wondering if uh, 
you're a Christchurch boy. Yeah, yeah, born and raised. Do you My have man. any words of like defence or appreciation for your hometown, or would you like to join on the pile on? No, I think I think Christchurch is good. I mean, it's like anything. It's like it's everything's got every town's got its goods and its bads, and I like to revel in the good. And I think that includes like the Riverside Market, uh, the Suvlaki Shop, yes. um, Dimitri's, right? Dimitri's. Oh, enchanté. Have you ever had a Dimitri Suvlaki? I grew up in Christchurch. Of course. Right? Yeah, of yeah. course. I forgot. For I, I, I get it. Two dollar rice. It. Can, can I ask you this? Yeah, we actually we used to hit the we used to, on Cashel Moor. We used to hit that two dollar rice spot at yes. lunch. It was incredible. Can I ask you that that outlook of you you revel in the good. And uh, is that, uh, does that touch other parts of your life beyond your relationship to Christchurch? Yeah, I think I use it as like an anchor for when I'm feeling sad. I try to, I try to remember the highs. Someone once told me that when you have extreme lows, that's when you've got to remember the extreme highs that you have. Mm. I think that gets me through. That's nice. But sometimes it's good to like talk to someone, you know? Yeah. I think yeah. that's all important, isn't it? What I like about you guys, like what you just said, Tim, to start out this interview, you started on the good. You, you gave me a bit of positive affirmation, mm-hmm. and it's just I'm, I'm still reveling in that. Is That's that, great. Is that a, an interview? Well, I'd like to continue with the interview, if you don't mind. Can I just, as an aside, within the interview, is that an interviewing technique you've used? Butter people up at the start, yeah. slam them with the hard yeah, questions. Yeah, because I know that you, you're really planning to catch David out today. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We've actually prepared a number of guests from your past, uh, <laughs> none of whom I would describe a friendly with yeah. you anymore. You, are, you want to hear about an extra grind. You want to hear about these dang people. Yes. Oh, God. I already have images of those people in my oh, head. No, you really? <laughs> Trickery and tomfoolery. These people aren't here. We don't know them. Oh, it's a, it's a but goof, it's David. nice to know they stay with you wherever you are, even down there on the ground. This is how timid we are. I can't even persist with this joke to bring you a moment's discomfort. <laughs> Such By the way, is our friendship. Um, funnily enough, guy, when you were talking at the start about the app that, um, oh yeah, fine, I actually have that app on my phone. Oh, this is great news, and and I'm on the ground. And can you point your phone at the tree? I already Wait, have. Wait, you just take a photo of it? Yeah, you take that's a photo. What, that's how it's Shazam. Are you fucking serious. Well, that, so because Shazam, you just. Push the button and it gets the music. With this, you just take a photo and it's like, there you go. That's what you're looking at, mate. No way. Yeah, so you take a photo of the leaf. I took a photo. That's why I ran up there before, took myself a leaf. No way. And right now, you're sitting in a Florida strangler fig, also known as strangler fig or a golden fig. And it's from the genus ficus. It's a ficus. A oh. ficus tree. Mm. I always hear about the ficus. Same. Yeah. You're in books. People write about fi- Amer- ficus Americans trees. Americans always love saying, I oh, the, my lip the, the, na- the gnarled ficus that lined the proper... I don't know. I'm just gnarled saying words now. Isn't the body weird that I just bite a lip? Seems like a design flaw. Have you, ever, have you bitten your tongue recently? Yeah. That's a design flaw. Yeah. The tongue shouldn't be so close to the teeth. It's, it's agony. True, but it's also strange how um, really it happens. Well, considering its proximity, that's right. But yeah. even if, whenever it does, I think, who who designed this? David, we... Dirty um, dog. We need to get a report on okay. the ground, yep. as in on the subject matter of the ground, while you are situated mm-hmm. on the ground. So can you tell us what's going on on the ground, how the mood is, what's the vibe? Uh, well, right now it's pretty chill. Uh, the ground is very dry, so it opens up to me being able to just lie down 
and that's good for you because we're talking back injuries before. You're you're currently dealing with a bit of a sore back, so being able to lie down must be ideal. You've um you've definitely put me in the best position. At one point, Tim was trying to offer me to be in a branch or like kind of on the ground, off the ground. I was like, no, I think I want the ground. I like this place. Yeah, and you've embraced it with a a sort of a revelry, the likes of which we have not yet seen here at mm. podcast on it. Well, I can make myself a, a little uh, dirt. This is how much I trust the ground right now. Is it so dry? I know that even if I get dirt on myself, I could just pat it off. That is uh, really well articulated and phenomenal trust in the ground. Is that there's no risk of mud? We're in the the throes of a dry spat, a dry patch that w- w- is probably a consequence of global warming and will probably cause a minor drought in Auckland, something that we've steered down the barrel of a little recently. Yeah, we're but, currently um, at, what, like 50%? Also, as you know, as we enjoy these uh, warmer weeks and months, you know, that's back of mind. Can you hold that for a second? Yeah, what are you going to do? I was just going to adjust the thing. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, what's your relationship to trees, David? Um, Did I, you climb them? Oh, I love to climb them. I used to really love uh, climbing trees. There's a, my favourite tree from memory is in the Botanic Gardens, Botanical Gardens in Christchurch, and I used to call it the monkey tree because it was the one tree where you could pretend to be a monkey and climb. You know, the, like with the really low set yeah. branches? Right out the front where there's like a... Near the Peacock Fountain? Yeah, near the Peacock Fountain. That's yeah, I do remember that tree. I actually just had a very intense flashback of a memory in Christchurch I mustn't have been very old. It was when I first had discovered smoking weed. So any sort of the, – the highs were phenomenal, but the undulating lows or paranoia that would associate the unknown was terrifying. And I remember I was with some friends, and it was after dark, and we were climbing over this sort of quite um, ornate but pointed fence that, that blocks off from the mm. art center side, I know the, one. the botanical gardens. And I was climbing over them, and um, one of the spikes sort of prodded in, into my denim and into my – underpants and actually into well I imagine my my scrotum and testicle and I I cleared the fence I got down the other side and I I didn't want to say anything I didn't want to ruin anyone else's experience but I thought I've I've definitely just punctured a testicle that's what I thought and I tell you what it took me about three minutes to build up the courage to check and my testicles well they were dry as a bone oh fantastic as dry as this ground that I'm currently on yeah 
that is such a scary story. Did you find it scary? Yes. Were you there? I was. I love that. I empathically felt what you felt. Not the physical sensations, but I was along the ride for the nervousness. Yeah. At the condition of your sack. It's a shit experience. Yeah, thank you. It's a shit experience. I'm really glad your testicles were okay, man. Did you guys ever do this? Uh, And I I apologize to any um, non-male listeners for the sort of juvenile direction I'm taking this Another relaxing conversation up here in the bower of a ficus, but um, <laughs> the bower of a ficus—that's right. That's very good. I uh, did. You guys ever try and swap the side uh, inside of your ball sack or scrotum? Depend. I don't know swap what the balls around. Yeah, to swap the side that your balls were on. I've got a memory, like a couple of loose marbles. Yeah, of trying to do that, but there's sort of I don't know what's going on in there because obviously we can't see, but they're attached. They're tethered. Yeah. Who knew? Did you do that? You're really lucky you didn't get testi- tes- testicular torsion. Or, yeah. yeah, twisted <laughs> testicle. Oh, everyone everyone at school knew a guy who got a twisted testicle, and they had to take a few days off because they were in <laughs> agony. It's as bad as it gets, apparently. For I, a ca- I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine the pain. Be, how do you get, well, that? I know, how do you get a, that injury? Well, I don't Is know. Is it by uh, trying to switch your balls around? Not necessarily. It can happen from a variety of reasons. But I, I just remember like trying and trying and being like, why won't these things go? And then eventually giving up. And I'm so thankful that I did. Yeah. Because like, uh, uh, oh, actually, do you know there was a guy at my school? This can't be right. <laughs> Who's like, <laughs> he lost one. It got sucked up into his body. <laughs> I did that. I used to do that. So I have balls wow. that are small enough that there's a little crevice up there. And what I used to do as a kid is I used to um, push both of my balls up the little hole and then stretch my ball sack out. And then <laughs> so like, that was just totally like an empty, <laughs> an empty yeah. like an empty purse. Yeah, like an empty <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the and it was it was strange because I was like I could squeeze it as hard as I as I wanted. Would it hurt? Because, when no, you would put it hurt your balls it was up? Just, it was and just, could you, did you choose when they went back down? They'd kind of just drift back into the place. Naturally. And it became, yeah, I think the hole was kind of... I, I guess, well, you know, following on from my initiation of this conversation, would they always go up and drop down in the same order? I think one is actually lower than the other one, right? Like That's, that's a designed thing. The yeah. asymmetry, so they... So you know which ones... So you don't call them by the wrong name and embarrass yourself. Exactly. Freddie's a little lower and Jackie's a little higher. Freddie and Jackie. Yeah, Jackie's a woman. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, you never put like you never put Pringles in a like like next to each other in the in the can. You got to put them one on top of the other. So it's kind of like the same with the <laughs> now, ball hold sack. On, let's That's explain the can. <laughs> for a second, uh, David. Uh, what are you talking about? So with a Pringles can, you put the Pringles one on top of each other. You don't put them side to side; otherwise, they won't fit. Same with the ball sack. Is I think if the ball sacks were both if both balls were supposed to hit at the same time, it would it would be too wide. To, to both fit in there. So they kind of have to swoop underneath each other to kind of fit. Like a teaspoon. You're like a teaspoon on top of another teaspoon? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I've got it. Kind of? Okay. Kind of. They fit into the sort of crevice of the other. Yeah, I feel like it's like it's, it's the, it's, everyone's got space. Like both ball. If, you, if it's side by side, they're constantly touching. They're constantly mm-hmm. like a Newton's cradle. It's, it's not good. Yeah, I, exactly. I, 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 there's another thing I used to do as a boy. I'd try and... Treat my testicles like well, a Newton's <laughs> cradle. I'd pull one out as far, like, you know, up to my sort of shoulder height, and then I'd drop it, and it would go, boing, and then the other one would go swinging. 
I've this, I've this huge baggy scrotum and these yeah. massive weighty testes. Would you ever take both of your testicles and grab them to their furthermost yeah. point? If you could imagine a clock, the positions of nine o'clock and three o'clock. That's right. Drop them at the same time they hit and they both go back. Up at the same time, too. I feel so responsible for the the turn that this conversation has taken. And it is almost, you know, like we're, we're talking testes in a tree. We're talking testes on podcast in a tree and, with David and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But um, it's 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 not as inclusive as our traditional I subject matter. I saw a little matter. movement from I know, that thing. I know. I, I, I feel I like I, I bring that out of people, though. Like, No, I'm, you don't. That was me. You, I, I love this, though. I'm, I'm reveling in this. I don't think there's anything wrong. Okay. We're having a fun conversation yeah, in a good the time. How safe do you feel, guys? Sorry, David, I'll be back to you in well, just one you'll moment. You'll observe the there's, the a, there's a handle to my left, which is I'm actually hanging a couple of bags off of. Uh-huh. Um, and it's sort of like if I remove my hand from that, yes. the only thing really counterbalancing my position on this is uh, my toes. Yeah, which no, are on, there's a, So yeah, there's, a, this branch splits into two bowers, and my ass is on one and my toes are balancing against the other alongside all the audio equipment. Yeah. Um, Safety wise, I don't feel in peril. I will say this actually, yeah, resp- relevant to safety sure, sure. is um I've, I've worked my way through the majority of our drugs in a tree segment, and um the impact of that is starting to take hold. Yeah, and I hear you. It feels really good. It does, but also it does mean that I'm probably a little more relaxed than I should be, a little more at peril than I otherwise would be. I couldn't relate any more to you than I am right now. And, well, David, once again, I will be back with you for the rest of the interview soon. But this hazy days is probably the perfect amount of alcohol. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm almost well, at the bottom, and it's like, what is this, a, 59, a 5.8%, two standard drinks. This is two moderately strong beers. That's at once. the goal. Yeah, that's what you and want. And then you want to stop. That's right. But you also need that's to maintain that's, it. That's where New Zealanders go wrong. I know it's very difficult to balance it, but like I think if you have, I don't know. I so I I, I was at the um, cricket recently, folks. He was at the cricket, and a friend and I. What we did is we decided instead of uh, just becoming blindly inebriated, as so many people do on the embankments at the cricket, we microdosed acid, mm-hmm. and we sat there. And the cricket's a beautiful environment for this drug because um, what happens is. You're in a large group, so there are a lot of people around you, so you get the experience of being in a large crowd, which is for different people a different thing, but I quite enjoy the, the idea of it. But you're also siloed off because it's just the two of you and you're sitting so you're holding a private conversation, you know, amongst this this density of people around you. And we sat there and we had what I would have to describe as one of the greatest days of my life, Fantastic. laughing. This is very racist. This, this is incredibly just reveling generally in uh, the, the series of decision-making, not just on that day, but that had led us to find one another and that had led us to share this passion for cricket and for, for him to live in Wellington and me to travel to Wellington and us to go and enjoy this together. And we watched as some of the people around us just sat on the embankment in the roaring hot sun for seven hours and got absolutely fucking peeled. Just put back nine or ten beers <laughs> to the point that as much as people watching the game at the end of the day, they were watching punters go and buy three to four beers from the bar and then walk at less than a metre a minute trying to ensure they don't spill any. Like there were cheers as someone navigated half of the circumference of the Basin Reserve trying to travel their beers back to their seat. They couldn't do it. By the time they got to their seat, they were missing about a third of each beer because they were so inebriated. And it seemed insane because we were like, how is what we're doing sitting here having microdose of hallucinogen and had three beers across seven hours 
the more extreme thing than just like 1,500 other people who are literally leg like have lost all of their faculties. Sister, preach. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It fucking doesn't. I'd like to reintroduce to the interview David Corios. Hello. I mean, a beautiful tale told by a guy there of, of painting a picture of friendship, sunshine, sport, and hallucinogens. I'm wondering if you can relate whatsoever to these experiences. Yeah, I'm very pro. I'm very pro uh, public hallucinogens. Um, I went to the Auckland Art Gallery on just over a tab and a quarter. Um, Jesus. And we were... David Corios does not <laughs> fuck around. <laughs> that is that is a macro dose. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, though, because all of the... Um, uh, all of the paintings, especially like the impressionist uh, paintings, where they're trying to capture the movement of the waves or the or the sky, because they had those tiny lines, they all joined together, and it actually turned paintings into gifs. Oh. Excuse G- me, gifs isn't like the. I'm allergic to the mispronunciation. It is gifs. <laughs> <that> you <laughs> know it. You make a man sick, David. <laughs> Tim, I'm going to ask something of you while David regales us with his uh, trip to the art gallery. It feels like have we're you stopping finished... David to do this. No, have you finished the beer? Not quite yet. Okay. I'm on my way. I'll just hang this over the... I'll hang Sorry, my David. microphone over the back. No, 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 Continue, no. no. I'm, having, I'm having the time of my life right now. So, I feel so little pressure right now. Yeah. And I, and I love it. Keep... Yeah, whatever art, you want to so do. So we're at the art gallery. We've had one and one quarter uh, yeah. tab of LSD, which for the uninitiated is quite, quite a lot of LSD to be interfacing with the real world on. Uh, you're looking at the paintings. They've got a movement to them. A, yeah. A, a, kinesthetic vibe it was beautiful it was really beautiful who were you with i was with my mate i don't want to i don't want <laughs> no, yeah, to no 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 <laughs> we don't need first last names no so I was, so I was with my mate and then i thought after this i was so um i was having such a good time i said to my friend i was like yo why do we do the thing that everyone wants to do when they're on this let's go to the um, sensory maze and yes. check out the sensory maze yes. not realising that the first thing you get when you go into the sensory maze is a completely dark room where you're crawling oh. and you're hearing bird noises coming at you oh. it is the it was the worst experience it sounds sorry I was just saying, asking if that was a positive experience it was a terrible experience I was having a fun time my friend was having a panic attack right. pretty much at one point and I think at one point we were in a like a room full of yoga balls, like Swiss Swiss balls. Yeah, that, I know that room. You know the I one? I remember that room. And it's got 8-bit music. You've got blaring red lights coming in front of you. And I just thought, this is where I'm going to die. This is this is it. This is You're the overloaded. It was the, ill. The sensory maze is quite an interesting beast, isn't it? Because it's they've just sort of like dreamt up some not that difficult things mm. separated by walls. Uh there's a ball pit. You've mentioned the yoga ball, so it's sort of doubled up. One's just big balls, one's little balls. There's a mirror There's a mirror room. That where... one actually fucking rules. I'll give them that. <laughs> that one is a good one. Well, it's actually the best thing because it is, like when you're sober, it is, you don't realize how much of a sensory overload it is. But it, they really, they yo-yo back and forth between different things. So like at one point it's so focused on what you're hearing and then you're not ready for the next thing, which is all going to be visual. So you really feel that when you're on the tab. Like, you feel like you're being thrown from one side to the other. Yeah. How about it? Wise. I mean, this has just turned into, while we've had a, a, a beer or yes. an alcohol. Two standard drinks. Turned into right a, on the a phenomenal advertisement for LSD. drugs we've tried previously. 
Uh, and I'm actually just looking at the timer, and I realize it's time for us to break out a, another important segment, a huge hit with all. This is the treater board. Let me get a, uh, a shot of this. Please. So this is the, the, the tree leaderboard. Um, and so far, obviously, we've had Susan, 660, and National. And uh, David, as the guest on the ground, you've got the best view of the tree. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll bill it uh, to you. Could you please name the tree? Anything you so choose. What do you think is appropriate for this ficus here in Albert Park, Auckland, New Zealand? Um, I think this, this ficus, it's, uh, it's big. It's, uh, it looks strong. It looks, uh, it looks like it's been here for a while. So when I think of those kind of things, I think a, a Walter a Walter? Walter. Yeah, Walter the ficus tree. Fantastic. W-A-L-T-E-R? Yeah, that's the Walter. one. We're in Walter the ficus. All right. And now what we're going I, to I do... got to say, honestly, best tree name so far. Oh, thank you. It's a fantastic name for a tree. Thank you very much, Guy. We're going to score this tree out of 24 for the hours in a day. There are several categories... Uh, which are out of five, and then there's one which is out of four. That's right. So we'll run you through it. The first category, uh, we'll actually need to take this one, David, if you don't mind. Yep. Uh, And that is climbability. There's only one number for Walter the Ficus, and it's five. The number of branches, the easy access, the girth of the respective bowers, the thinner branches that act as sort of guiding hands as you explore the various different options available. This is a perfect climbing tree. The feeling of peril that you are in at certain moments in the ascent and descent uh, tells me that this is uh, the the best climbing tree we've come across so far, and nothing less than a five will do. I quite agree. It's five out of five from me for climbability. Climbability, first criteria, a perfect score. Um, Our second criteria for scoring the tree is natural beauty. Wait, is that one? That's right, yeah, that is. And so, while we've got a pretty good picture of how things are inside of the tree, I think this is probably one we could throw down to David on the ground there. David, what do you make of the natural beauty of Walter the Ficus? I think Walter the Ficus uh, really blends in well with um, Albert Park, where we're currently at. Um, Looking in close, I think the beauty of the tree comes from how strong and sturdy it looks from down here and i also like that it's kind of gotten like you, you can from this angle especially you can kind of see how nature's kind of fallen on the tree so the bottom the bottom of walter is very clean but then the top you've got a little bit of moss growing th- through too so it's like yeah, yeah it's yeah it's got it's got it's got character i'd say yeah i'd give it a four i'd give walter all a right four. four so currently sitting it's on a pretty good a nine mm. out of a possible ten it's walter like a minus b yeah. plus depending on what it's right the out the gates performing yeah. very strongly uh Tim, I'll turn to you for this one. We're, we're going to be talking health. How do you think this tree is doing in the scheme of things? Thriving, if I could be honest with you. I think that this is a well-tended tree on good grounds. A lot of greenery. The leaves immaculate. There's a lot of biodiversity around birds, other plants. I'm giving it, while it's not a perfect score because we're not in a rainforest right now, a very high score, and that score is four. All right, so that's uh, 13 now out of a possible 15. The final category out of five is also for you, sadly, uh, David. You, you can't really speak on this as you're on the ground and we're in the tree, but it's rest and relaxation out of a possible five. We're throwing to David for this? No, 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 I'm saying David can go fuck himself. Oh, I see. I'm throwing to you, Tim. Oh, quite good. Uh, well, this now this is probably the most interesting uh, category for Walter in terms of scoring. 
you're in a slightly imperial position. I feel really good. It's hard to tease out what's the beer and what's Walter to blame for that. I am going to meet it at the middle and then add one. It's a four. Okay. I actually agree with that. Yeah. I'm really happy with that number. So cool. we're currently at, at 17 out of 20, and that just leaves X Factor. Does Walter have the X Factor? I think all of us can feel free to weigh in here. X Factor can be anything you want it to be. It's out of four, David, just so you know. It can be the feeling that it gives you to see. It can be your relationship to it. I feel like like Walter is a – he's a building block for the park. He's not not the star shining, but he's doing the mahi, doing the hard work. So I don't take this the wrong way, but I think Walter's a two because he does does blend with the rest of the park, but it's the teamwork that I think makes him. He's convinced me, actually. Star quality? Oh, a lot of trees. Well, Walter is, but Walter caught your eye above the others. I know. There are so many great trees here. Can we knock you up to a 2.5, David? Can we talk about yeah. a 2.5? Do we have a 2.5? Can of we get a 2.5? Can I get a 2.5? I, I, Do I have 2.5? Yes. 2.5, 2.5 is where 2.5. I'm comfortable. 2.5 going once, going twice. 2.5 for X Factor. Walter the tree receiving a grand total of, I've forgotten what the rest of the points were. Guys written down 19.5 out of 24. That is the score, 19.5, which you're not going to believe this, Tim. It bumps all other trees down a spot. Oh, my God. We've got a new champion, David. Wow. you a new champion. Walter the ficus tree right here in the center of Auckland City. And Albert Park has done the impossible, the unthinkable. It has taken down Susan, 660 National, to claim a top spot on our tree to board. That's right. It's got a 19.5, everybody. So we now see, after four episodes of podcasts in a tree, Walter sitting atop the tree to board. These are exciting and also relaxing times. I would like to thank everyone for listening or watching. I'd like to say a huge thank you to Albert. Uh, the person after whom this park was named. I've got to say, Auckland is the home to a lot of great parks, but every time I come here, I'm, I'm blown away. The Auckland CBD in and of itself is a fucking nightmare with regards to access it's horrible and in energy. A lot of ways. But if you can get around the worst of it and get yourself into Albert Park, this is a beautiful spot in the summertime. Shades of other gold star quality cities. Um, it's been an absolute delight David, have you got anything you'd like to say? Plug um, any energy you'd like to put out into the world? Oh, I'm I, I have a I have a Twitch channel where I game on there. If you want to check me out doing comedy on there, go on to uh, Twitch.tv. Nah, nah, check a little bit about what you do on there, David, because um, you're doing you're doing great things on your Twitch. Oh, it's really so. fun. It's just me just playing, hanging out with people. If you want to hang out with someone, you know, with coronavirus going around at the moment, there's a lot of people stuck at home. And I, what I want to do, honestly, you know, that, you know that's a fake virus. Yeah, well, we simply don't have time to unpack it right now, guy. We simply I'm sorry, don't have yeah. time as we round the end of the. I know. Of the show. I'm, I'm so sorry, <laughs> uh, David. Continue honestly and earnestly. Can you just start that sentence again? <laughs> For an editing option. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> you're what, it's what you're trying to do with it. And that's oh, yeah, our show. Yeah, Thank yeah, you for yeah. joining us oh, for no, podcast no, no. He knows, he knows, he knows, episode no, number no, no, no. four. Thank you very much, Emily. Thank you to Albert. You remember what he was saying? Albert You've got to say it. He's got to say it. I've had a very fun time today, guys. I think I wanted, I just what I want to tell you before. The idea that you've like matched professionalism, technology, and nature 
all into one while I feel so fucking relaxed, just lying back here, is impressive. Oh, that's nice. That's all I wanted to say. That's, that's all. really nice. A great um, code is to end on. We have positivity coming in, positivity coming out. Guy quickly attempted to derail it with the chat of the dastardly conspiracy that is COVID-19, but that will leave for another episode. This has been Podcast in a Tree. We have a new champion. We will join you at the next episode with another special guest, but right now we want to thank David Corios ever so much and our sponsor... Water, the mm, element. Oh. It's essential for humans, and it's also brought you this show, so it's essential yeah. for podcasting a tree. Water, the elixir of life. Thank you, water. Two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen, all parts fantastic. Get water from wherever you get water. Goodbye. <laughs> this is so much fun. <laughs> I, this is so much fun. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.